Coaching is the process of coming alongside a person or a couple or a team to help them discover God's agenda for their life and ministry. And then cooperating with the Holy Spirit to see that agenda become a reality. This is the Life School Podcast, episode number 205. So why do all serious players, like on any team, any team sport or whatever, have a coach? And why might all serious disciple makers also need or want to have a coach? Like, who's your coach or the Barnabas in your life? And if you don't know who Barnabas is, well, we'll tell you in a bit here. Wouldn't it be great to have someone help you call plays and develop strategy for your family and your community on mission as you make disciples and you live out this amazing kingdom life now? Wouldn't that be great? You'll hear from some folks today who are engaged in being coached right now and the difference it's making in their marriages, in their families, and in their, their missional communities and small groups as they press into a lifestyle of discipleship in everyday life with their coach. Welcome to the Life School Podcast, where each week you'll learn how to live with greater intentionality and an integrated faith that naturally fits into every area of life. This is the stuff that your parents, teachers, and pastors forgot to tell you. I'm Heath Hollinsby, here with your host, Caesar Kalinowski. Hey, Heath. Wow. I, I, you know, this is going to seem weird to some people, but like, have we got the crazy amount of snow lately? Yeah, beaten records, right? Since the 50s. <laughs> I know this is a this is a few weeks before people are hearing this, but like we have literally been snowed in. Yeah. And I'm from Chicago, so like this isn't surprising or different. Like I had the clothes in the closet, <laughs> but it's surprising and different since being here, man. Like, yeah, it is crazy. It was hard even getting over here still. Like, why is my back killing me? Because you've been shoveling again like a young man. <laughs> people are stopping by like, hey, be careful. And I'm like, do I look that old? No, out there? You're fit, man. Yesterday, some kids stopped by and they're like, hey, we have a pretty big driveway. And they're like, hey, we'll shove your driveway for like 10 bucks. I'm like, done. I ended <laughs> yeah. up giving them way more than that. But anyway, it was, like, I was like, heck yeah, you can. Sidewalk too, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Man. They were so great. These poor little guys, they came up afterwards. Anything else? You know, they look so dreary. Anything else you want done? I'm like, no, that's <laughs> plenty. Worked. Here's some extra and here's some cookies. <laughs> yeah, really, my wife's like here. insisting me giving this can of cookies. You know, like, oh, sweet, man. <laughs> hey, speaking of people giving nice things away, huh. Haley Birch gave us an amazing Oh uh, my review. goodness. It was uh, it was also the longest. It was the, the longest, the best, the best, coolest, and longest review we ever got on iTunes. <laughs> hey, so she said, I started listening to this podcast about two weeks ago and I'm obsessed, working my way through as fast as I can and as frequently as I can. This podcast is providing the practical tools to go about that in everyday life. Uh, she says, also join the Facebook group, which if you haven't, go to Facebook up in the search bar, type in Life School yeah. Podcast. We'll prove you. She's promoting that. <laughs> yeah. She said, there's no one here where I live who's going to disciple me and train me, but there are members in the group who can help fill that gap. Already, they've helped me bounce through ideas for loving my neighborhood. They've offered to talk more privately. They're on the same page, so I'm not having to explain all these radical ideas to someone unfamiliar. Quote, unquote, radical. Yeah. yeah. So radical. Like, you're going to love your neighbors and make disciples? What are you, nuts? Yeah. Zone, dude. <laughs> you know, and the thing that's cool, that she ends up by saying, I feel so excited, and I haven't felt this excited in a long time. Thank like, that's you. what keeps us doing this. You know, and she just left that, but she's been she's been in there like since joining the group, like boom on it. Yeah. And and we've talked to her a bunch and other people are too. So thanks. You know Haley. what's cool too is in that Facebook group seeing people over the last two years that are now actually stepping out and offering advice and hey, we're trying this and don't yeah. I mean they're they're getting it. Hey, the, the water's making fine. disciples. Keep saying, Come on in the water. <laughs> All right, on to our topic for today. Okay. Okay, so the Bible never specifically commands us to coach or to get coaching, right? In fact, the word coach is never actually even used in the Bible. So why coaching? Is it even biblical? <laughs> well, well, if you're going to put it that, that way, um, good question. I think it is biblical, and I think it's wise, and we're going to look at some of that in a minute. Like, I'm going to dig into a little bit of Scripture, but um, 
So, but first the Bible commands different things, right? In our sure. life. And, and minimally, like the, the number one, like what's the mission of the church? The Bible, Jesus commands us to make disciples, uh, to encourage one another, to listen to the spirit, to follow, you know, what we sense God is calling us to do and then to do that. But usually um, the Bible doesn't dictate exactly how we're to do those things. Hmm. So how are we to make disciples? Who specifically do we disciple? You know, and then how, right? There's all kinds of different methods for that. You know, is one method right or another one's wrong, whatever. For sure, for sure, some methods we've seen connected to disciple making are wrong or they're weird sure. or they're just not at all like what Jesus modeled for us. Now, unfortunately, a lot of churches and Christians never really get into the game of making disciples and get around to seriously making disciples. Then a lot of people are like, I, I know I'm supposed to, I know that's a command, but since I don't know how and Jesus didn't say exactly how to do it, or did he? Um, um, <laughs> they just, they never really get around to it. But generally speaking, God does leave the methodology up to us. And I wish, I wish Jesus would have left, you know, a little more specifics. <laughs> sure. But any discipleship process or, process or method that is consistent with principles we see in scripture can be used. And I do think coaching is one such method. I think it is biblical. Like I already kind of tipped my hand. In this case, a method that's really super consistent with biblical principles. So hmm. in a minute, uh, I want to let you know our listeners today hear from some normal folks on what their experience of coaching has been and why they've engaged in being coached and yeah. invested their time and resources into that. And I'll also tell you how you know you can get started with some coaching if, if you're interested. Maybe this will tip you into it. Maybe even with me and my wife, Tina's coaches. So yeah. anyway. Okay, so can you give us a couple examples of where you see something akin to coaching showing up yeah. in the Bible? Yep. For sure. Um, let me start with the definition. Like yep. you usually ask me that first. I'm surprised. I'm off my game today. Yeah, that's <laughs> all right. So what do I mean by when I say coaching? Because some people are like, I don't know, like you're on a field or whatever, or like a life coach where it's like, this is how I reach Zen or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> let me let me give you a, a definition of what I mean when I say coaching as it connects to our daily lives and discipleship as lifestyle and privilege and all that. So I love the way one of my own coaching mentors, a guy who trained me long ago, well-known, like national-known coach, Bob Logan, he frames it this way. He mm -hmm. goes, coaching's the process of coming alongside a person or a couple or a team to help them discover God's agenda for their life and ministry. I love that. Yeah. And then cooperating with the Holy Spirit to see that agenda become a reality. So coaches come alongside to help, just as Barnabas in Scripture came alongside Paul. We'll look more at that in a minute. Paul came alongside Timothy and others. Okay, so we see that. By encouraging and challenging them and sort of being empowered for their ministry by their coach or sure. their mentor, right? So the goal of coaching is helping someone succeed. And what is success? Well, it's finding out what God wants you to do and then doing that. Hmm. <laughs> and I talked to a lot of people, Heath, where go like, I don't really hear that clearly from God. If I only knew, I swear to God, I'd obey. Sure. I swear to God, I will obey, you know? Now, remember it says in Ephesians 2.10, for we are God's handiwork or workmanship, some translations say, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. So a person's success is directly tied to finding out what works God has prepared for them hmm. and then doing that. Okay, so given that definition, success will certainly look different for everybody because God's got different stuff. Sure. But following the will of God in all its varied and colorful forms is the core calling of a life of faith. So coaching then empowers each individual uh, believer in this case right. to listen to the spirit and act in accordance with the mission they sense God's calling them toward. So coaching is essentially teaching and helping others listen to the spirit and then take 
those actions, like be obedient to that and take those actions accordingly. Now, let me get to the biblical examples, okay? okay. Uh, you've asked twice, so <laughs> get there. So uh, again, I think Barnabas is one of the most important people in the New Testament, but he, he often gets a lot, a little, little, just a little recognition. Maybe in men's ministries, he gets a little more, I don't know. Um, he probably wouldn't even make most people's top 10 list of cool dudes in scripture, but consider the significance he had. So uh, this guy was originally named Joseph, and Barnabas became one of Paul. Apostle Paul's closest buddies, and he traveled with them all over the place on his missionary disciple-making journeys. And translated literally, his name Barnabas means son of encouragement. Pretty cool. That's great. I always kind of wish that was, you know, my middle name's Frank, and I am. I kind of say how it is. Um, the book of Acts in, in, in chapter 11 describes Barnabas this way. It says, when he arrived in Antioch and saw the evidence of the grace of God, because it was like uh, the gospel was starting to reach Greeks, he right. was glad, and he, was, and he encouraged them all to remain true to the Lord, with all their hearts. He was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and faith, and a great number of people were brought to the Lord. Hmm. So that's a great description of the coach, one who's called alongside to encourage, prepare, equip, help others succeed, remind them, right? Yeah. So that's what that's what Barnabas was doing, and he often acted as a li- liaison and this encouragement for Paul, because I, I don't have t- really time to get into it, but Paul... You know, he was a, was a murderer when we first see him come on the, the scene named Saul. And he tried to join up with the other disciples in Jerusalem going like, hey, man, I'm in. Right. Like Jesus told me I'm in. And they're like, oh, you're that murdering guy. And they were afraid of him. It was it was Barnabas that kind of came in and he vouched for Paul. And, you know, and he was also, by the way, Barnabas was the one who brought John Mark back onto the team oh, yeah. after he had you know been abandoned. You know, yep. he abandoned Paul and Paul's like, mm, I don't want him on the team anymore. I don't know if I can trust him. And Barnabas saw the potential. And so this is a good guy. He's he's sort of like your biblical role model for coaching, I think. Barnabas was actually the first one that came to my mind too. Anyone else uh, that you would refer to? Well, let's let's look at one more scripture passage that I think sheds a lot of light on coaching. There's actually a ton, just for sake of our life school, 25 minutes. Anyway, 1 Thessalonians 2, 11 to 12 provides a picture of how coaching's done, okay? Um, in it, we see Apostle Paul paints a picture of how we're to develop others in their faith, kind of like a father dealing with his children, right? The functions uh, of a father performing are encouraging and comforting and, you know, urging them on to do you know, what they know is right and kind of bringing accountability there. Here's what it says in 1 Thessalonians 2, 11 to 12. It says, for you know that we dealt with each of you as a father deals with his own children, encouraging, comforting, and urging you to live lives worthy of God who calls you into his kingdom and glory. So encouraging, that's like, yes, you can, you yeah. can do this. You can live this life uh, comforting. Yes, you'll make it. You'll make it. I know that's rough. You know, it's hard. And then urging that's yes, you get to like, keep going. Like you get to do this. Yeah. You're like, I'm going to, I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep reminding you. Right. So, so we do see this. We see it in Barnabas. We also see it in Paul with Timothy and others. And um, I think it's all throughout scripture that this, though it wasn't called that so much of discipleship is coaching. And most people I know said, well, I've never really been discipled, but they, they're, they know they're called to make disciples, sure. so then get some coaching. Get someone who can help disciple you as you learn to disciple others. That's so key in this. So let's break it down a little bit. What are the actual functions of coaching? Like, what actually happens in a coaching relationship? If my wife Kathleen and I were going to start getting coached, perhaps by you and Tina, what would that actually look like? Okay, well, um, so what, what what we do is we, um, we meet with people— um, who are, who are coaching all over the world right, right now. And we, we do live video calls with them. And we usually do this as couples. Now, sometimes we're not doing couples coaching, but generally we are. Uh, we really super encourage people to um, 
do this as a couple because the core of disciple making and a family on mission is your family on mission. The worst thing you can do is have, you know, um, the guy who works at church or the husband who's super stoked about it or the wife who's way into this come home, um, you know, or get off their coaching call and say, uh, guess what? This is what we're doing next. And they're like, well, I don't know why, whatever. So sure. we do, we do two live coaching calls a month. So every other week with people. And, and then we record all that too. So if they can't make it, it's just in a box for them. I mean, yeah. they can see it, right? And then we do weekly check-ins via emails and Voxer. Do you know what Voxer is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a cool little like walkie-talkie app where you can just like leave messages in a group like live and audio and it's the best. And so like people can then like ask us questions literally all day, any day they want. And then people from the group kind of bomb in and also give their wisdom and experience. And he's like, Oh man, let me encourage you in that. And so, um, cool. and, and we're just kind of working through their like roadmap. Cause we help people create a roadmap specifically to what they need done. Right. And then they also have daily access to, to me and Tina because we're also in Voxer. And then sometimes people just want to like, you know, send an email and we answer those too. Generally I'll record a video and give them an answer. So it's face to face. So, sure. So that's kind of the technical end of it. But what people learn is um, we help people like with the basics, like um, it doesn't matter what they're doing. If like this might be a person who's like, I'm starting a missional community. Um, how do I start? Okay, we can help you with that. We've helped start tons of them. Or it's a pastor or a small group leader. And he's like, I'm, I really got to get my small groups more on mission or sure. living our incarnationally. Or it could just be like, hey, I want me and my family to start there. That's the truth of it all. So we teach people how to articulate a much bigger gospel. We've yep. talked a lot about that, having gospel fluency so that the gospel becomes sort of part of everyday life and you're motivating rightly. Um, we help people start at their own dinner table. Like, how do you make your own family dinner super powerful discipleship time and sort of an attractive model so when you begin to invite others into your life and into discipleship, they're like kind of just, just joining you in stream with really cool you know, stuff, right? Yeah. Most people don't even do that at home. Um, we help people figure out how to find who they're supposed to disciple, like, you know, finding some place in your neighborhood that's a good fit for you to hang out, build relationships, or just how to do that with your neighbors. Like who specifically are what we call your people of peace, those people that are, they're interested in learning more about you and your faith and leaning in. They're there, I promise. So we'll help you, we'll help you actually find those people. Um, and then, you know, how do I then begin to learn how to trust the Holy Spirit with all that daily, daily, what's next, Lord, step by step. And like I said, we, we start out by creating um, with whoever we're coaching, either be a couple or individual, or sometimes it's teams, you know, from the same sure. missional community or church, uh, a roadmap. And we give them like, okay, here's your first 90 days. Here's your next 90 days. And then we're coaching, like I said, with the live video and the daily Voxers and the weekly updates and all that stuff. We're coaching to that to make sure that they're actually accomplishing it. And here's something that's kind of unique to our coaching too, is we kind of require that they reproduce it. In other words, they have to teach it to others. Yep. Disciples right? making disciples, so, right? Yep. So what people end up getting out of it is they get this personal, ro- you know, personalized roadmap to help them accomplish their goals and objectives. Not mine, but theirs. Yep. Um, a lot of confidence and, and some tools that, that are proven to help lead, you know, your family and others and community into natural discipleship rhythm. So it's not like, here's a curriculum, like study that for 20 weeks. No, it's not that. It's actually how to do this in life. Sure. Right. They get clarity. They come together as a couple and as a family. Their communication and parenting skills grow a lot through this. That's that's one of the biggest things. Anyway, there's a lot there's a lot of stuff like that. So that's kind of what it looks like, and it would be us really doing life together, even though there might be some distance. Yeah. Um, like you say, you and Kathleen. Well, you're here, but we we don't see each other every day at our house, sure. right? So if we were coaching, we'd see each other a whole lot more 
on video and through the Voxers and emails and all really specifically, hey, how'd that work this week? And how'd that go? And sure. Well, if that didn't work, you know, here's some other ideas. Let's try something like that. So. Well, the thing I love is that even as you're talking, it sounds like you and Tina are really, really invested in the lives and also the success of the people that you spend time coaching, right? Yeah, you have to because discipleship isn't a series of classes. We've said it a zillion times in the show, but most people haven't been discipled. So this is months. Like we generally, we don't coach anybody that won't give like a 10 to 12 month commitment. Mainly. Sure. Like, cause it's just, there's too many, too many people and so little time, but we, we go deep with those we do it with. And, and they end up really close to the others in their cohort, too. Yeah. They really do. Yeah. Well, let's hear from a couple of the folks that you've been coaching and get their perspective on this experience. All right. Cool. So here's the first one, Malia. So my husband, Troy, and I have been following Caesar and Tina for a few years, kind of stalking from a distance. And when we had the opportunity to jump into the coaching process, we had some prayerful consideration and talked about it, and we were really excited about it. One thing we're really enjoying in being coached is that Caesar and Tina help you keep your eyes on the prize. They won't let you slip off into the cracks. They won't let you forget about the roadmap that you're working on together, and they help balance out firmness with accountability and grace at the same time, which has been a really big blessing for us as we are trying to move forward with our community group. And another thing I really like about Caesar and Tina is that they have been around the block. They have been around a lot of blocks. They have been around blocks in various cities, in various states. They have a lot of experience and their collective experience combined with the collective experience of your coaching group is really a nice fit. You can um, shout out to your coaching group any time of the day, any time of the night, and there's someone who will respond. They will listen to what, what your feedback is or your question, and then they'll offer their collective input. So it's been really nice. And it's definitely something that is an investment in your time, but it is an investment in value and it will help bring clarity to what you're doing in your everyday life and keep you on track she points out a couple of really key things here one is they're doing this as a couple yep like i was saying that's so key and this by the way malia and troy are a couple that are like they're rocking it already but yeah. they were like but but i don't know that we're moving this in a reproducible way that you know what i mean so like yeah. that's why we you know want to do this with you um they also mentioned their roadmap they're working on they never have to guess like what's next because we're always adjusting that it's super clear. Mm -hmm. And then they mentioned like the accountability to keep going, you know, yeah. not only from us, but in the group, right? Cause they're on, I mean, our Voxer thing lights up all the time. That's cool. So like we're really doing life together. It's pretty, pretty groovy. So anyway, let's talk about uh, pastor Tim McIntyre. Oh yeah. Pastor Tim, man. He's New York. This, yeah. <laughs> this is a guy who's been pastoring for decades and has been connected to the missional movement for years. Yep. So he's not a newbie here. And and, and he, here's, he's going to tell you a little bit about why he and his wife, Camille, are being coached right now. Okay, so just take a listen to this. It's real short, too. My name is Tim McIntyre, and I have the wonderful privilege of pastoring a church here in Staten Island, New York, which is one of the five boroughs of New York City. Coaching for me has always been important because I believe if we ever stop learning, we stop growing. And as disciples of Jesus, we can never stop learning because we can never stop growing into Christ-likeness. Coaching in particular with Caesar and Tina has been a great experience. It's so much more than simply uh, the delivery of content. It's an ongoing dialogue and discussion of what I believe are valuable missional living practices. 
I love that it's drawn from their experience. This is a part of their lifestyle. It's not just simply philosophies or ideas. Caesar and Tina's coaching also um, brings a level of accountability that I find to be very, very valuable, especially when you're trying to live out in ways in which you believe God would have you live. So it's really been a, a wonderful experience to be a part of uh, this coaching time with Caesar and Tina. I know Tim and his heart and his past successes, but you know, I love what he pointed out here. Again, he said, "If we stop learning, we stop growing." Yeah. So this is a it's guy true. who is super accomplished, but he's going, "Man, I'm going to keep going, and I'm going to reach my neighborhood better, and I'm going to lead my church into these ways by being the pilot." You know, for yeah. that, right? Um, he also said the coaching is not just learning content, and that's true. Like we have. You know, you know, you've been to launch, man. Like yeah. we have so many tools and teachings and, you know, resources and oh, yeah. whole training mechanisms and all that. And, and people we coach kind of get access to everything, but it's not just content. It's really, it's the heart behind it. It's the gospel behind it. It's the consistency. And then again, he brought up the accountability, right? To, yep. to do what they, you know, what they know they want to be doing. <laughs> so yeah. it's a big part of it, man. Yeah. And I've loved, like, I haven't gotten to know, um, Malia yet, but I know Tim and Camille from being with Launch for two years with them, and great people. There's yeah. friendships that are built, and yeah. and I love and watching you coach too. That you don't you don't let people take the the light road out. You you push them and you challenge them and you make them <laughs> redefine their vision. And six months later, when you meet up, you you check in and see if they're sticking true to it. So uh, maybe people are listening right now feel like, man, this is something I might want to be moving towards. How would you get? connected with you like either as an individually or as a team from their church or maybe a missional community or as a couple what are the next steps well what we do is we just i'll give you a link here in a second and we ask people to go there kind of read more like kind of really understand what it is you're going to learn what you're going to get from it what the rhythm looks like and the commitment because there's not a lot of spaces we have for this but but we love doing it it's the best part of our life so we want people to be serious so they start by filling out a really short little application to see if coaching with me is a good fit Okay. Okay. Now, like it might be a good fit, but maybe not now. Who knows? Right. Um, And then if people go to that link, they'll get a bunch of info, like I was saying, and they can also, if they have more questions, they can set up a time. We'll get on a call with them and people like always flip out. Like, I couldn't believe it really was you. Like I thought it's like some staffer or something (laughs) like, no, man, this is our life, you know? And then we'll discuss it. And then um, they can also, um, by the way, they can, if they do want to get involved in this, we're starting this up in like, uh, just like about a month here, you know, and a few weeks. And um, there's a kill, there's some killer pricing that we're making available for couples coaching right now to save a ton of money, hmm. make it really affordable and worth the investment. And the reason we're doing that, like, it's like instead of just going like, well, this is how much coaching per person is. There's two of you grades, like double that. No, it's way less than that. It's because we so have seen the response to coaching as couples. Sure. Regardless. So anyway, so people can go to, and we'll put this in the show notes, but they can go to coaching caesarkalinowski.com right now okay coaching.caesarkalinowski.com hopefully they can spell my name (laughs) or or search it up or they can actually just go to my website if you search even poorly you'll find it and then find the work with me link and you'll see a place and a link about coaching click there it'll take you that same page so at least at least if you're interested at all go to the link and you know and fill out the short application form it's not a commitment to anything and just let's just see you know what we can work out and like I said, I got co- coaching cohorts and groups starting up in, in just a few weeks from the time this is airing and um, have very limited amount of space to be able. So if you're interested, please do it right away. I'd love to I'd love to count you as part of the family. Awesome, man. Yep. 
Okay, let's get to the big three for this week. You can get the free download, the three takeaways, if nothing else we want you leaving with, for free, beautifully written out by going to 123lifeschool.com forward slash big three. Caesar, what are the big three for this week? First up, I'd say, don't miss this. God wants to encourage and comfort and urge you, like we'd read in scripture, to live your Christian life to the fullest. And, and he wants that for you now, not someday. Like, sure. I know life gets in the way, right? But the, I just want you to believe that. God wants to encourage you to have this life now. And right now may be your time to connect with a mature brother or sister. I'm not saying it has to be us, but I just, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, man, get some, get some coaching. Find a brother or sister who can walk with you and guide you in making your family and or your community all that God has placed on your hearts to be. Hmm. Okay, this is, there is no more important investment into your kid's life or the life of those God has called you to minister to than growing and maturing and getting unstuck in the areas that you desire to see change and grow. It's good. It's really, it's a big deal. And like, you're never going to look back in the life and go like, you know, we shouldn't have probably learned all that stuff because our kids really <laughs> love Jesus yeah. now and our neighbors have come to faith. You know, it's like, yeah, exactly. Second of the big three, um, it is for such a time as this, to quote song lyric, that you and your family, your church team have come together. Like it's, it's cosmically, mysteriously amazing. God has placed people all around you and your family, your church, your community group who are literally dying to find community and faith. And so I just want to say, just having the desire to truly live on mission and make disciples as a lifestyle, it's not the same thing as actually doing it. Well, all that sounds good. I listen every week, but I, you know, we're not really doing it yet. Like, okay, like you get to. Yeah. The gospel tells us that God loves us exactly the same, you know, if we're discipleship rock stars or if we keep putting it off. And that's really good news. Yeah, it is. But God's also extending you the invitation to change all that. So when will be the time that you get unstuck and get started learning from those who have gone before you? And I'm 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 offering, but you know, it might be full, or maybe it doesn't work, or maybe you have someone else in mind. But sure. do it, just do it, yep. get it, get after it. Third one, get more information on what it could look like for you or your spouse if you have one or your team to start being coached and mentored right now. Hmm. Minimally, you know, do some research. Pray about the opportunities you find. Like minimally check out that info on my coaching opportunities. Maybe I'm not the guy for you. Or, but, but at least look at it, right? It's free to look. <laughs> and fill out my coaching application to get your questions answered. So again, you know, we'll put a link in the show notes, but you can go to coaching.caesarkalinowski.com and that'll take you right there. And, you know, I got, some, I got some coaching spots starting up in the next few weeks, but it's pretty limited. So, yeah. Right. Anyway, but I wanted to throw that out there. Thanks, man. You get those big three again by going to 123lifeschool.com forward slash big three. Time's up for today, but we'd like to thank you for joining us. Uh, next week, we're having a conversation with special guest Brian Jennings. I just recently read his new book. It's called Dancing in No Man's Land, Moving with Peace and Truth in a Hostile World. And it was good, man. I mean, every single page had highlighter. I know you were texting me and blowing me up like, dude, I'm just, I'm going to not highlight the things that I should, you know, otherwise the whole thing's highlighted. So I'm anxious to talk to him. (laughs) So he's going to have lots of great practical information on how we move towards others uh, in both truthfulness and then also graciously. And so it's going to be a goodie. Awesome, man. Join us for that. We'd like to thank you for being with us today. For more information, you can visit 123lifeschool.com forward slash podcast. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.